Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company and they have a pickup location and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate their business. Also with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Welcome back to the Lifetimes Podcast, everybody. I'm your... Your host, Lloyd Phillips. Um, uh, you know, let's just get right into it. If you listen to this show all the time, you always hear me say I'm an undefeated announcer uh, in sports and announcing high school sports. That streak just came to a close. It is uh, The streak is over. You know, like in some cases, it just feels like relief. I, I had this, uh, this weight on my shoulders. It was like the weight of the world when I walked into the gym, knowing that uh, I'm an undefeated announcer and the uh, – the town's really relying on me. They're like, oh, come on, Lloyd, please please announce us to victory. You know, you can't win them all. That's what I say. You can't win them all. And at least if I had to lose, it was to um, a guy I know, and, and we have became friends in, in later life. 
Um, I feel like I'm friends with his son. I did not know him growing up uh, personally, but I knew who he was. Everybody knew who he was. He was this legendary coach. Even when I started, my earliest memories of attending high school basketball games were probably like 1989, 1990, somewhere in there. And he was there then also, and he was already legendary at that point. And uh, at least everybody knew who he was. I think he had a lot of fire, maybe that's what I remember. But And another memor- childhood memory, uh, and, I'll, <laughs> and then I'll get to my tragic downfall of announcing. Uh, when I was a kid, there was a... This our the town I grew up in played this town. It's called Inola. That the name of that town. And after the game, when they were shaking hands, now this is from memory, right? But after games, when we were shaking hands, I think one of the I think one of their players punched one of our players. So it there was a fight at the end of the game, uh, in the handshaking line. Like I never forget that. So. Um, I mean, that and the, and they were good, right? And and I think we were good, and they were all these these big battles, and uh, so that's it. That that was my memories. That's why I the the guy stuck out so much in my in my mind. So later in life, of course, uh, I we are past crossed. I learned who he was anyway. So if I if I had to lose, if I had to have my streak broken, at least not only was it to somebody who's like this. I feel like this legendary coach. Uh, for the area, he's a legendary coach in the state of Oklahoma. I think he, I think he's number seven all time and wins in high school boys basketball at, at all time in the state. So that's a pretty amazing thing. He's been at one school for a really long time. Listen, I'm not going to brag him up too much. He broke my streak, so thanks, Clyde, uh, for ruining half my life. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for ruining my almost professional life in announcing. I'm fine with it, though, guys. I feel like I'm going to get up. Let's move past it. See, look, I'm like a coach. Oh, I don't even remember that one. That's what coaches say. <laughs> All coaches are like, ah, I don't even. Hey, so how did you feel about that game? You know, I, I don't even think about that game that was eight minutes ago that we lost on a buzzer beater. Like, I don't even. I'm just, I moved on to next week already. You know, right when the game's over, it's like next week. Okay, Bill Belichick. That's ridiculous. Now, not ridiculous. I like actually, I very much like the guy who told me that, but so I'm not mouthing him. But when coaches do that, that's why I, I don't even know how to talk to coaches. Sometimes you don't know the questions I ask them because even when you're friends with them and you're expecting kind of a friend answer, maybe for them to maybe like tell you really what's in their head, they give you a coach's answer, which is annoys me to no end. It it truly annoys me to no end. Oh yeah, that game that we lost uh, by one, only the third game we've lost this year. Duh. Forgot all about it. I moved on to next week. No, you didn't move on to next week. No, you didn't. If you go back and watch film of that game you just played, guess what you didn't do? You didn't move on to next week. You're drowning in the past about what happened 19 minutes ago. And by the way, I'm not mouthing him. He's my friend. I love him. I'm just saying it's a ridiculous answer. When <laughs> That's what. If you got coach friends, don't even ask them about the game. You're not going to get a real story anyway. Most of the time, you're not. Yeah, streak's dead, though. The streak is over. That wasn't the only basketball-related thing I did this week, either. Um, I got asked to introduce. That's a better way to word it. To introduce the teams at the Upward Basketball yearly ceremony uh, in the town I live in. I didn't, I didn't speak at the ceremony. I just announced the teams. Um, and I don't know if you know what upward basketball is. 
the the intent of it, the reason that it that it exists, I don't think you can argue with. I think it's actually a really cool thing. Um, it allows kids the opportunity to play and and feel like they feel good about themselves, to be honest. They introduce before the games, they run through the tunnel with smoke and you know, they pretend like they're in the NBA. Um I don't really know where I, how I feel about this next part, but I ultimately know that that it's that it's okay. Um, they can't really guard each other. You can't steal the ball from each other. Maybe the older you get, they let you do other things, but the little kids, they don't let you. You can't take the ball from each other. Uh, you got to let them shoot. I think you can put your hands up, but you can't jump. You can't stuff their shots, not on purpose anyway, outside of your hands being straight up. I mean, they... they, they they have things that if you if you think that you're going to walk in to a high full throttle competitive child basketball game, you're not. It's not going to happen. You're just not. <laughs> so anyway, I I like the reason that it. That I like what it's designed for. That is a fact. I actually think it's cool, and it lets people build confidence. I mean, because you know, if you go play in other leagues and they are a little more competitive, if you are. Um, a little less athletic than other kids or, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hand-eye coordination. If you can't dribble very well, they're just going to take the ball from you. Right. So I, like, I get it. So I announced that thing. The other <laughs> so, sorry. I'm not mouthing it. So I like, I did the introductions and, uh, right now, and then I'll just move on from this topic. But right now I don't, I still don't know what team blazers was doing. So I like I announce the kids, they run through uh, this, uh, the tunnel and the parents cheer for them. And then they immediately sprint over to the bleachers and sit down. I mean, it's like, the, <laughs> that's all they were doing. And so like, I'm rolling through it. I got to announce like 30 teams. So I'm, I'm saying the teams, kids run out, they run to the bleachers, announce the next team, run out, run to the bleachers. I get to team blazers. I was like, <laughs> and now team blazers. And uh, and I'm and it's just silence in the gym, and there's no kids running out of the tunnel. So I was like, okay, let's do, let me do it again. Just maybe they didn't hear Team Blazers, uh, and and there was nothing again, and silence in the gym. <laughs> so I, I yelled Team Blazers again. Where the where the Team Blazers? And it's not like a, a team just didn't show up. Um, I don't know. I said it like eight times, and then eventually, uh, you know, they ran in the back door. What are, what are these kids outside doing? Smoking grapevine? Is that what they do? I mean, if you listen to an episode a long time ago, my dad used to tell me him and his friends when he was a child smoking grapevine. I'm just assuming they're out back smoking grapevine. I guess. I mean, kids, did you find a little grapevine bush out there? Team Blazers? And, and it just now hit me. And your team Blazers. I guarantee they were smoking grapevine. Nobody knows where they're at. It took them like 38 minutes to run through the tunnel. Held up the whole show out there blazing grapevine. I know what those kids were doing. The other day I was at, uh, was at my friend's house. And they had purchased some products. And the products that they purchased um, was Kirkland's. Kirkland's everything. Kirkland's food, Kirkland's snacks, Kirkland's beverages, and uh, and I know I know what that's from. It's from Costco, 
And I was sitting here thinking. Now, I don't, I don't know. I didn't do any research. So, for anybody that does know and maybe wants to, um, you know, act like I'm not that intelligent. <laughs> now, you might not be far off. But um, I don't know if Costco owns Kirkland's. But since it's not called Costco food, I'm going to assume Kirkland's is its own company. Having assumed these things, even if I'm wrong, once again, I don't know. I did not research it before I brought this up. I'm simply saying that if Kirkland's decides they don't want to sell to Costco and they want to sell to Walmart, I think Costco's got to shut its doors. I don't. I think they got to close their doors. I don't know. Is there any item within Costco that's not Kirkland's? Now, once again, I didn't research it. I don't need to hear it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Why is this place not called Kirkland's? Why is it called Costco? I mean, it's not like people go to Costco because they're like, hold up, man. This place is called Costco. I bet they got great deals in there. No, you can call it Kirkland's to sell the same stuff. Doesn't, I, don't, I don't understand the, the logic behind it. Costco, you're going to lose your whole business if Kirkland pulls out of town and sells to Reesers. Or, ah, Reesers sold out. You can't save those people anymore. I don't know, it's just something I was thinking about the other day. It's not, you know, speaking of this, speaking of this kind of marketing ploy, um, I was at a Hobby Lobby the other day, and I meant to make a TikTok out of it, and I did, and I forgot. But I was at Hobby Lobby, and I walked in the front door, and there was some furniture, like a little table, end table, something like that. And it said, all furniture, 30% off every day. Like every day, uh, I didn't read that right. All right, so I didn't feel like I was reading it right. So I went and found the photo. It says, as advertised, furniture always 30% off the marked price, as always. Or, or excuse me, always, always. Now, if, if the furniture is always 30% off, always the marked price, then why don't you just mark the prices 30% less and uh, and then that's it? I mean, if it's always 30% off the mark price, then the price is always 30% less than you mark, which means you mark it up just to go take 30% off. Like, I, like I, I realize some people are like, yeah, that's how it works. I know, but I'm just simply saying that if it's always, always going to be 30% less, then why don't you just put it 30% less? Like, wait, uh, uh, look, today it's $100, but you're going to pay 70 Always. That's our guarantee. Why don't you just make it 70 for simple math? I mean, I don't, I don't know how their system works. I'm just, look, I'm not shopping at Costco anymore. I'm shopping at Kirkland's. Um, that's, where I, that's how I feel about that. Hey, this is not really a conspiracy theory show here. But in the last week, um, within within two days or three days of each other, last week, uh, two very well-known barbecue establishments burnt down. Uh, one was Burnco here in Tulsa, and if you don't know, uh, Burnco is um, like it's one of the top barbecue restaurants. It's it's the one restaurant that I know of in in the Tulsa area that every day you show up, there's a line out the door. I'm not every day. I've been there a time where there wasn't a line, but I'm gonna guess ninety percent of the time at at that place. There's a line that goes out the door, wraps around the building. Like, it's unbelievable. Sorry if you can hear the train in the background. This is the location I've chosen. Um, well, 
Then there's another place called Dan's, and Dan's is outside of Stroud, Oklahoma, Davenport is where it's at. Um, and it's been around since 1950 or 60 something, I believe. I think at the very least, early 70s, but it's been around for a very long time. It burnt down three days later. It now I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorish, theorish if that's a word. I, maybe I invented it. I probably did. Um, but I think Billy Sims Barbecue or like um, Albert G's downtown, you know, maybe even Barbecue Butcher Stand, one of these guys are trying to monopolize on this deal. They're like, hey, listen, there's too much competition. Let's get together and see if we can uh, burn down every barbecue restaurant that's great in the country. Then we'll monopolize and we'll take over. I, w- I don't know if that's what happened. I'm just saying how – one that's been around like 50 or 60 years. One's been around less than that, but it's like so known there's lines out the door every day. In two days, like in a two-day period, they both burned down. Listen, I'm just saying something's happening here. In the barbecue world, I don't know. Oh, speaking of that, here's something I never talk about. I always talk about I'm chubby. Like you hear me say that all the time. I don't know how in depth I go. Maybe I talked about the barbecue butcher stand at some point on the show, but Every place I go in the United States, always, um, no matter where I go in the country, if there's a barbecue place, I always go. Like, it's just a thing I do. I always go um, to, I don't know. Even in the Northeast, where I do not believe, my own belief is barbecue is not really known, and uh, personally, I don't feel like it's even good. But I still go to barbecue stands if I see them. It's, I, is it my favorite food? I don't know. Maybe that or chili. You know, something real hearty for a real hearty kid like this. Uh, but I always I always visit those places. Um, I feel like, man, the barbecue butcher stand was really great. <laughs> like, that was pretty good. Um, I have talked about this. I'm pretty sure because I say uh, jail's barbecue is my favorite place ever. Now I'm going to get an argument for people who uh, believe in going outside till five or at, at like 4 a.m. and firing up the pit and uh, smoking brisket and all that. Because um, actually, I believe that jail's barbecue's uh, beef. I believe it's roast beef. I don't think it's brisket at all. Um, and so some people are like, "That's not a real barbecue place." Yeah, well, they smoke the ribs and they smoke other meats. They smoke bologna even though i never get that but it's actually really good at that place i don't even like smoked bologna in my life uh and i refused to try it even though it was my favorite place thought because i just was like no it doesn't sound good it's gross i don't want it well uh it was a graduation party for my kids not my kids i'm not, I, don't, I don't have kids at all uh i don't have other kids sorry wife uh i was at my my friend's son's graduation and they had um uh, they catered uh, JLs. And he said, Oh yeah, the, the smoke bologna is the greatest. Now I've been to JLs in my life. I, I don't, I don't probably without exaggeration, 500 times in my life. And, um, I've never had the bologna. I ate it that day. And I was like, this, this actually is, this is really good. I didn't think smoke bologna was a thing, but it is at that place. Anyway, that's just the food that I always that I always eat. I've eaten, of course, at Burnco. Most people have, uh, and I've eaten uh, there at Dan's in uh, Davenport. 
And it was a real tragic day for um, my other friend's uh, dad who grew up at Dan's. He says it's his favorite barbecue place of his life. And uh, he don't know how he's going to move on. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> I was going to say, he didn't know how he's going to move on from it. He's mentally devastated. He's going to close his own business now because he can't deal with Dan's is retired. He didn't really say that. But I felt like I felt like that's how I would feel if JL's barbecue burned down. JL's... Uh, it's good to see you out there today. I, honestly, is it JL's? Do you think JL's is burning these places down just to promote themselves? I don't know. It's a barbecue, uh, it's a barbecue conspiracy. I don't want to get in it. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Uh, I I called it first just in case it is. Look, I don't know if last week on the pod I probably did. I probably did, but if 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 I didn't, I don't know if I told you I started working out. I think I probably did. Yeah, because I couldn't touch my face uh, with my arms. I was so sore. So it was like week two. And uh, here, I'm going to tell you what I observed. It's not about my body. It looks exactly the same. Uh, if I didn't say this, I hope I didn't. I, you know, but, uh, so, I, like, I go in there, and I'm, and I'm lifting weights. There's nobody that cool for anymore. Like, I'm 42. Um, I, I'm married. I have kids. You know, I'm happily married. Um, I go into the gym. That started off like this was like a hit on me story. No, it has nothing. It's not, no, it's not even close. I'm saying that I go into the gym. I got nobody to impress. I don't. I don't even. It doesn't matter. Uh, if I felt like I was trying to impress anybody, I probably wouldn't wear uh, some speedo. They look like um, what do you call it? Boxer briefs. I got some Nikes, but they're but for your equation, they look like speedo boxer briefs, but they're Nike. Like, if I was trying to impress anybody, I would never put those on to swim because I just, I'm not, I'm not built like Michael Phelps. I, that's not how I would do it. But I, but I walk in and, uh, you know, I don't care. It, like, I, I'm just in there and I haven't done this for so long. Uh, you know, people, the kids, just like I was also, were in there trying to hulk it out and make sounds and put the heaviest weight on. I think I might, I might have brought this up. I'm just, let me, if, let me reiterate if I did. I look. I'll I'll go in there and I'll, I'll curl tens. I think my my last set the other day I curled fifteen pounds a piece. Fifteen pound dumbbells is what I was using. And I was cool with it. <laughs> like I, I don't care who's looking. Uh, I just it's funny though to watch people go grab the weight. Okay, there's a difference if you're a bodybuilder. If you're a bodybuilder and you're like staring at yourself and focusing on a body part and and uh, like giving the that's different because you're like you are literally trying to achieve something in that world. You're not just working out for health. You're in there trying to be as big as possible, and you're like really ultra focused on that body part. When kids who are just in there working out, um, are who who are obviously not bodybuilders, and they're obviously not even close. Even if they even if they're built okay, they're not even close to being bodybuilders. And they're and they're in there and they're like staring at themselves. Uh, feeling like they got it. I'm just saying that's not me anymore. Like I don't, uh, I don't care. <laughs> like, not, I haven't given up on life. I'm only 42. I know I could probably look better than I do. I'm just saying to that level, it's ridiculous. You know. And the next thing is ridiculous. And I'm not judging people. Here's the thing. Please don't think I'm. I'm already chubby, right? I, I already told you I'm chubby and I give effort and, and uh, so I'm not mad at anybody that that's bigger. Just because they're bigger, I'm not. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, hats off to them for for being in there. 
but but if you're going to lose, oh, here we go, nutrition. Here, <laughs> nutrition 101 from a real chubby guy. That's who you should take it from right here. But it's a fact. If you're going to lose weight, it's not, you're in there for cardiovascular reasons. If you're going to lose weight, you got to eat right. There's no, there's no other way around it. Like, that's it. If you're going to lose weight, you have to eat right, period. So, if you're new to the gym and you come in and say you're a bigger, you know, bigger person, bigger guy here, and uh, and you're wearing like two sets of sweatpants and uh, some kind of headband and like five sweatshirts and you go to the uh, elliptical machine or stair climber and you're over there with all your extra clothes on thinking you're going to burn it off and you're just over there killing yourself, you're going to burn out in like two days. Like you're not going to be there any longer than two days. You're not like, just look, man, go in, walk around the track, stop trying to kill yourself. thinking you're going to lose. That's what happens. They're going to go in there. They're going to burn out in like two weeks because they're wearing trash suits, trash bag suits, like they're wrestlers. And they weigh 400 pounds. You're not going to sweat it off in one day. You got to eat better. I don't know how else to tell you. I'm trying to be nice about it. You still got to commend them for being in there. That's a fact. But you just eat better, man. You, you can't sweat it out. And because you're, you, then you won't go. Like you burn out, you don't go anymore. Then where are you at? You know? Now, why did I just say everything I just said? Now I'll just relate it to how my own fitness. The reason I haven't went in there and attempted to hulk it out or go ride the uh, you know what a, a bike for seventy two miles or get on the uh, treadmill and try to jog slash run make my heart explode because you're not gonna you're not gonna go back you, I'm, you're not if it's one thing if you're an endurance athlete guess who's not well you know what I take that back was, was I an endurance athlete. Yeah, remember that 100-mile challenge I did uh, last year or two years ago? Yeah, I did that. That's that's real uh, That's real endurancy. So, you know, I take it back. Maybe I am an endurance athlete. So, maybe I will give a little more effort today. Point is, though, I'm not doing more than – I'm stronger than I look in that gym, I just, but I don't care. Like, I'm just in there for myself. Like, who am I showing off for? Like, nobody cares. <laughs> they don't. Nobody cares. You know, I'll just throw this in random. I don't even know his name, but – like, no, look, there's only one guy at that gym that looks like the one guy at the gym with the horrible mustache. And there's only one. He knows what he looks like. That's why he has that horrible mustache. He probably thinks it's funny. Um, there's only one guy that looks like him. Like, you don't, don't, there's no, I'm 42. I'm not going to go take, I'm not saying this guy does. I'm just simply saying, I don't, I'm not going to go take steroids. Even if I did at 42, what am I going to look like? I'm going to look like a slightly bigger overweight guy. Like, you know, just not a thing I'm into. Uh, it's Olympic time of season. Uh, for all I know, they're over this week. But I, I haven't watched one event. But when I was a kid, I would always watch. Well, you know, like I lived at mom and dad's house. And so I guess my mom did it. But by default, I did it. So anytime the Olympics were on, we watched them all the time. All, all the time. And when you watch them, you get into it because then you're, you know, you see the preliminaries and you see the finals and you're all excited. But, but I, I, I don't, I haven't watched them, um, like religiously since, I mean, it's been a very long time. Well, I'm walking through the house the other day 
And my mom says, hey, ice skating's on. <laughs> Which, by the way, we watched ice skating every time it came on. We always watched it. And so she's like, ice skating's on. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's cool. And I, I mean, I, I wasn't like trying to say it from a rude standpoint of view. And I don't know if she took it that way. But it did make me think, well, we always watched ice skating. <laughs> I guess that's what she told me. But if you don't watch it religiously, I, I can tell you what doesn't bring you back to Olympic watching uh, after, you know, 15 years of not watching it uh, is ice skating. Now, it, is it cool like when you're into it? Yeah, like it is. I've watched them all, all the historic greats. I know them all. I watched them in the Olympics. I'm just saying, though, like, you know, I haven't watched the Olympics in 16 years. I gotta, I gotta get over there and watch me a, a pretty good ice skating event. That's what, that's what you don't say. That doesn't bring you back to the ice skating, man. What I wouldn't do to get to a good ice skating event, um, unless Chaz Michael McMichaels was there. If I said that correct, uh, whatever I just said. Oh, when I started talking like that, this is my wife. She said this. <laughs> she said this. That's all. My, my daughter had her, her last regular season basketball game Saturday. Um, went out in a, went out, went out in a blaze of glory there. Um, anyway, so we, we go eat at this, at this local catfish restaurant. And so I kept saying like, Hey man, let's go to Carl's country catfish cafe. You know what? I, th I don't know if that's what it was called, but, but I, I knew it was in that town. I knew it was good. So we go there. Why am I, I'm rambling on about this story. When we leave, my wife tells my mom later, she's like, oh yeah, we went to this catfish place because that's all Lloyd was talking about. Um, and so <laughs> she said, it's a pretty good place. She said, when, <laughs> when you first sit down at the table, the waitress brings out, they bring out a big old bowl of, um, of coleslaw. They bring out a big old bowl of beans. They bring out a big old bowl of, relish and they bring out a big old bowl of hush puppies that's exactly how she said it and she wasn't playing at all and i'm just staring at her maybe i'm going to use some descriptive words i don't know where they fall i was maybe shock uh maybe horror maybe amusement maybe i can't i maybe i can't believe that <laughs> she wasn't even playing she just kept saying yeah, they brought out a big old bowl of beans, a big old bowl of coleslaw, a big old bowl of relish, and a big old bowl of hush puppies. It's pretty good. That's how she sounded. And it was <laughs> anyway, the place was good. But I was thinking about that. They bring out all that stuff when you sit down. Like, what if you don't like coleslaw? Like, I don't like coleslaw. I don't like it at all. Um, most of the table didn't like the relish. Uh, most of the table didn't like the beans and almost nobody ate the hush puppies. If they do that to every table every day, maybe listen, guys, I don't own the place. I'm just saying, maybe you should say, Hey, would you like these things? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to help you on food costs guys. Yeah. I don't want to run your restaurant. I'm just telling you that's, that's how I do it. Maybe it's, oh my gosh, maybe it, maybe those are the ones burning down the catfish, or excuse me, the barbecue restaurants. That way they're going to start serving barbecue. Newest barbecue in town, less competition, come see us. Maybe that's their slogan. Before I get off here today, it's the last remaining thought. You know, I'm starting, uh, I'm starting this, this new uh, business. 
Um, and so you start looking at how do you how do you advertise? Like how how should you do it? And just when your name goes out there as being a business, random people will contact you. And I, I was thinking this <laughs> because I grew up in a small town. Like you'd see this stuff. I know the answer. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When somebody contacts you, like, hey, you know, it'd be real good for your advertising. I'm like, what's that? And they're like, you should buy a slot um, on for a table. And uh, I was like, okay, what do you mean? And they're like, well, we'll put your business. Uh, we'll put a picture of it on a table, and then we'll shellac it on the table. And then they can't get to it, and they just got to look at it. It's shellacked on the table. People see it all the time. They love it. Do, do they love it? Like, is that a is that a pretty big <laughs> advertising move? <laughs> like, that? you know where you know where I should spend these advertising dollars? I got to get my name out there, slacked on a couple tables around town. That ought to get it. Uh, I don't th- I don't know if that works. <laughs> do you think shellac businesses shellac businesses? Do you think when uh, you put your business card on a table and then they put uh, shellac over the top of it and then it's glued to the table, like, yeah, there it is. Advertised for life. People see it every time they eat. I don't know. Is Do you think that's a viable option? I think I know the answer. I'm just, it's just a thing I'm wondering. Really, that's all I got. Listen, uh, everybody, uh, thanks for listening today. Um, let's put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Baseball's about to start. Uh, spring training has started. I don't know, unless COVID's had them shut down. I, I haven't looked at Unless COVID has them shut down. I haven't looked. I don't know. Uh, either way, uh, love everybody. Uh, have the most fantastic week.